0: Thanks to our sponsors. Now back to the show.
1: <laughs> Stories, scripts, and conversations with creators.
0: This is the Brave Maker Podcast. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, thanks for joining the online Brave Maker experience. We are coming at you. I'm Tony Gapastone, and I'm coming at you live from Redwood City, California, the San Francisco Bay Area. Over to you.
2: Yes, and I'm Christina Jackson coming to you live from L.A. What's going on, Tony?
0: Hey, hey, hey! What's up? It's Friday. This has kind of become our normal. We're hosting these live conversations every Friday, so hope you will join us. And we have some other special things to tell you that are coming up that aren't on Fridays, which we'll tell you at the end of our broadcast. But every week, we like to talk to creators, to filmmakers, to designers, to brave makers who are paving their own way. It's kind of our hallmark: is how are people making the way in the industry and making names for themselves. And today we have a special guest, uh, someone that I met on Live It that we'll tell you more about what Live It is if you don't know. Uh, Let's welcome to the broadcast Parker Jesse Chase. Hey,
1: welcome, Parker. Yay. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Yeah. So, Parker and I met because we are both streamers. And sometimes I'm also live streaming on Live It right now. Sometimes I just feel like it's just so silly. The world that we live in, like what people can do with 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 technology. But Parker, give a little background about yourself and and live it. Anything you want to tell our listeners and viewers about who you are and what you do.
1: Yes. So I was originally born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky, which is a place that a lot of people know about right now. Um, and then at 17, I left and I went to college. I went to Webster University um, out in St. Louis, Missouri, and went to film school out there, fell into film school out there. I originally wanted to be a book publisher in Europe, and now I am a filmmaker in Los Angeles. So still having big dreams, still having big picture ideas. Um About two years ago, I moved to Los Angeles to fully pursue filmmaking and uh, art department and wardrobe and my ultimate goal, which is writing my own TV show one day. So that's a little bit about my background.
0: Yeah, right on.
2: That is super cool. So I actually had the chance to listen to your podcast from the Pussy Perspective podcast. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes, that is actually a uh, podcast done by uh, Miss Marie, who you'll see a little bit more about her later on today. She's a music artist as well. Um, I was a guest on her podcast uh, for Pussy Perspective, and we kind of dive into uh, mental health and trauma and how art helps us heal from that. So a little bit of art therapy as well.
0: I love that. I love that. I yeah, I love that too, the healing perspective that our art can can bring. And I it took me a long time to kind of figure that out, to figure out like how how and why I was drawn to storytelling, not just because it's a glamorous thing to do, because it's a hell of a lot of hard work, or not just because, you know, it's what people aspire to do because they want to be famous, but I recognize like wow. I was so drawn to filmmaking because of the power that it has, not only on other people to hear them, but it was killing like me. It was doing something in me. Did you find that was part of your journey too, Parker?
1: I feel that what's so interesting about what I do now is I. A lot of people go to film as a form of escapism. They're trying to get away from the things that are happening in the world. They're trying to distract themselves. But in the inner sense, they're also trying to like look for answers. And as a writer and as a creative and as a filmmaker, I kind of have to face my problems. So it's kind of a way to help me heal. And um, when I was going through what I was going through back in the day, um, writing really uh, shaped my future. Um, writing led me to where I am today. Um, and I've always been a creative, you know, a lot of people are asked, when did you decide you wanted to become a writer? I was kind of always a writer. Um, you know, the story I like to tell is when I was with my grandmother back in the day, I would take these manila folders. And sew this, you know, the carbon copy sheets of, pi- printer paper, because that's how long ago this was, and I would go to the fabric store and like literally bind my own books together. So it was like my destiny that I would like end up doing something artistic and bougie, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. So how do you make the pivot from book publisher to filmmaker?
1: Yeah, for me, um, my journey was, so I went to Webster, it was kind of my new slate, my new beginning, um, and I had to go full force into it. And I was going full force into what I loved most, which was English and literature, um, but also keep what saved me like in a happy place, like in a creative place, something that I wasn't necessarily career-minded about. I had done journalism prior to this. So it was something I just always wanted to write and write different things. I've done poetry and things of that nature, done magazine, been there. I'm a Jill of all trades in a sense um, from my um, experiences. Um, And I took a screenwriting class and um, our taught our task was to write the first act of a future-length film. And um, I wrote a story and that professor like pulled me off to the side because we have to turn it in at the very end of the semester and they were like, you should really consider pursuing this. And I was like, oh, I'm sure you tell that to everyone right And so I really enjoyed it so I continued taking the classes and I kept in this rhythm of getting pulled off to the side and having these conversations with people. And when I met my mentor, Bart Baker, um, he really, he was the first person to really put this, like put the steps to how to make this a career and be successful in your career um, in my hands. And I fell completely in love. I cha- he made me change my major and I went all into filmmaking ever since. So that was almost 10 years ago. It's really crazy that um, it, it's almost been 10 years.
2: Time flies when
1: you're having fun, right? Right. <laughs> it doesn't feel like work and, to
0: me. And part of the journey now, so your newest, or you have many new projects, I'm sure, but part of the new uh, endeavor of the storytelling um, vehicles in your life are is Live It, which is how we met. So let's talk about that and tell the viewers what it is and what you do on Live It
1: yeah it was really interesting because for me um you know i came on to live it to support a friend um who will again she her name's gonna pop up plenty of times during this live stream miss marie so um she's an artist we had already started the pre-production of fake face at this time. Um, and I just wanted to come in and support her and support her classes. She does a lot of stuff on health and nutrition and healing the soul. Um, and I was in desperate need of some meditation. So, um, I wanted to go to live it and she's like, just hop on live it. I have my class at this time, come check it out. And so I ended up checking it out Um, she said, I think you'll really be a natural being a streamer too. Let me get you connected. And within a week's time, I was streaming myself on It. And it's been about uh, almost six weeks now since I've been part of the app. And it is a whole new world. But it's a world that I dig. It's really big on community and support and a lot of creatives. So it's as if I'm having a way to connect with artists in these pandemic times that we find ourselves in.
0: Totally agree. And, and that's how we connected on Livid. I started streaming too. And sometimes I just think it's just so funny, like what we do like as creative people to tell our stories, we will sit, you know, put our phone up there and just talk to people because they can't talk back to you. They're just typing and all that kind of thing. But it's really cool. Like, I've met so many people through Livet. Like I, you know, you, Parker, were one of the first persons that came onto the stream at Donovan. Uh, we're going to have some more people that I've met through Livet join uh, us in the coming weeks on our Brave Maker experience and podcast. So it's just, it's just mind blowing how cool it is. So if that's something that you think you might be good at, listeners and podcast uh, viewers here, go and check it out. But you talked about um, this music video you did and I'd love us to watch the music video. And before we do, do you want to say anything about it uh, before we take a watch of it?
1: Um, I'll say that this was my director debut. So Woo-woo. I never worked on music Woo. videos prior to this. And this was me finally taking the step to um, really hone in this focus on the stories I want to tell. And um, as we get into Um, you know, a little more about me and a little bit more of my background, this was kind of a big, uh, vulnerable moment for me to reveal to like the world as much as people might not even realize, you know, metaphorically speaking, um, Miss Marie likes to state that this is um, as if I'm putting one of my horcruxes to bed. So I've got like a few more to go on my healing journey, but this is one that we've defeated on our journey. So I'll leave it with that
0: right on all right we're gonna watch the full music video to uh, miss marie fake face and we will also post the link in the chat or if you're listening on um, our podcast it will be in the show notes so here we go
3: (laughs) To do. At times I feel like I'm back at the beginning Where the external world is always spinning And then I gotta remember be foe anything fill your cup do what you gotta do to avoid battle wounds don't put on a fake face don't jump in on the chase chase of the mind manipulation don't fall for the fog made put On a fake face, don't jump in on the cheese. Cheese have a mind of manipulation. Don't fall for the bug made hallucination. Do what you want to do to avoid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Fake Face. So, any Christina, any responses?
2: It's such a provocative video with such a strong message. Like, what about that project drew you towards it, and how does it resonate with you?
1: Well, it's actually interesting that you asked about the Pussy Perspective podcast, because that episode actually inspired Fake Face. So. Wow. Miss Marie and I had gotten together at the beginning of quarantine. Um, She was starting this podcast. She asked me to be a part of her journey. I was down. I was like, I'm here for it. Let's go. Um, And this was the first time I had really publicly um, really spoke about um, what I had gone through. And I was very, you know, Daniel, well, Miss Marie is a natural in telling us, um, getting us comfortable and showing vulnerable parts of ourselves that's kind of how our friendship has always been since we've met and so after the podcast she felt and so inspired by my words fake face was born um and then from those experiences she said hey i wrote the song and here's a little bit behind the message um let me show it to you and i was like this is awesome and she's like would you be interested in directing the video and i was like how could i not (laughs) like I, I would yes. be, I was like, I have to. And that was the building blocks of Fake Face.
2: So the video is a really provocative look at addressing domestic violence. And the goal, it seems at the end of the video, is to end world violence. So I thought that was such a strong message to conclude in there.
1: Yeah, it's very important to mention here that during the quarantine, the number of calls coming in to the police have, you know, they've they've lowered, you know, so they're not coming in as much, which is very worrisome uh, to people like me who know what it's like to come from those experiences. So there's not many opportunities for these people to get out of these situations. Um, and at the end of the music video, um, we didn't see it here, but there's all that type of information about how to get help um, a portion of the proceeds from streaming the song goes to uh, north uh, north coast rape crisis team and peace over violence so stream as many times as you can and we'll be raising money for a good cause as well
2: that's amazing can you reiterate that one more time so How do we continue to stream and help raise
1: money? Do you go to YouTube? What's the best way to support? You can find the videos. You can stream the uh, music video on YouTube. You can listen to the song on Spotify, Apple Music, all of those um, platforms that we use to stream music. That, you know, whatever is your cup of tea, it's out there for you. All of the information on the video you can find on, honestly, Miss Marie's Instagram. That's
2: beautiful. Absolutely.
0: I'm gonna share that. So while um, we are talking here, you'll be able to see that information that that, that she's referring to. And so that'll be here. And you can also check in the chat as well as the, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you will be able to click that link in the show notes so right now if you are watching live or if you just joined make sure you check in the show notes the youtube video is there the 1-800-799-SAFE number is included there as well as crisis support lines by uh, country uh, and other statistics and information really really important information and just wanted to say how cool it was so when i joined live it and got to meet uh, parker here who is our special guest who directed this music video. Uh, I got to see the behind the scenes. I saw her getting like, actually making the set design in her house, in the house that she lives in currently, putting all those uh, newspapers out there. And then it was really cool. I also got to meet our special guest uh, artist, that you will meet today. So let's let's actually welcome her on. Surprise, okay. surprise! She's here today.
2: <laughs> Yay! So <laughs>
4: happy. Yay! Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yay. Hi, Parker.
1: Hi. How are you? Look at you all um, dolled up. We're dialed up together. Um, I would say the Look same about I you. Like, I was like, I have like my glistening tear because it's such a vulnerable experience for me and so i got to share it with someone who means a lot to. i got to share it with people who mean a lot to me both uh miss marie and the uh director of photography and editor donovan cole who is also a li- live streamer so it all intertwines it all connects all full circle
0: so miss marie and i were chatting yesterday on Livit, and uh <laughs> just like I said, "Hey, Parker's going to be on the live show. We should surprise her. You should jump on too." So she came on a few minutes ago. It was so fun to see her behind in the virtual green room. But so yeah, uh, you go by Danielle, Miss Marie, uh, yeah. and Donovan's watching. Who edited it? And I was also the director <laughs> of photography. He's like, "Oh my gosh, what a surprise!" <laughs> <laughs>
4: I was actually going to I was um, streaming before this. And so I was like promoting this on my stream. And I was originally going to start talking like, hey, guys, like, don't tell anyone, but I'm going to be surprising Parker on the um, on the stream. And then um, Donovan popped in. And then I was like, Donovan, are you with Parker right now? And he's, he's like, yeah, she can hear everything. And I was like, okay, then I can't announce it. (laughs)
0: Oh, That's fantastic. Well, why don't you share a little bit about your experience working with Parker and just the the heart behind the song and the music video that came. Again, Brave Maker, we're so into these types of stories, your collaboration, how you met, how you shared honestly and vulnerably and how that created some kind of beautiful art.
4: Yeah, totally. I'd love, to, I'd love to share. I share my um, story meeting Parker like pretty often. In all honesty, we met on set of a show called Silicon Valley. It was either produced by HBO or Netflix. I can never remember which one but one or the other we met on set and it was just like the first time that we met we were able to get so deep in our um, conversations about um, our childhood and about our heart and it was just like super super amazing and I feel like it was one of those experiences where you just know that like you're on the right track when you meet these types of people that you're just able to get so deep with and like be able to cry in front of like instantly you know that that's when you know it's a special experience and that was like also the same set that I met Donovan at too. So it comes around full circle, and um, yeah, Parker gave a little bit of a gist um, as to how I came up with the song. I've had my own set of like personal trauma from my childhood that I had to deal with by myself as well, and um, yeah, so that kind of laid the foundation of the song. Just you know, think reflecting on domestic abuse and how real it is. You know, I look at my baby pictures as a child and I just like see you know I look at her as a child and I'm like whoa like that's great like no one from the outside world would have ever imagined that like that little girl was going through what she was going through you know what I mean and so um that's going on everywhere and then being able to have a conversation with Parker and getting to know a little bit about her world as well we just really vibe together and she really inspired me her inner child really inspired me to kind of um produce portray that experience through the song and through the music video so um it was really really beautiful it was therapeutic you know like it's not like it's a rap song but it's not one of those that you go and like shake your butt to or anything like that which like those songs are great as well but this one was just you know we were crying a lot on set just like processing our own shit so um it was just really special and i just know it's just the beginning for us too
2: The video is really special. You can feel the love and intention behind it. What did it take? I know the two of you probably wore a hundred hats to bring this video to life. What did it really take from the moment, Miss Mary, you finished writing the song, you pitched it to Parker, how did you bring it to life?
4: Um, Let's see. Well, the first step I had to, so NK Music is the beat producer. So I wanna make sure that he gets credit for that. So I purchased the rights to that beat from him and then um, wrote the song it was like almost completely a freestyle. Like I, I like recorded it and then from there just like modified a few things and then like adjusted the hook and stuff like that and then re-recorded it and then sent it to my friend um Jetty McFly and he mastered the track and did such an amazing job and that was like super healing to be able to communicate with him about the project and then from there hit Parker up hit Donovan up and they were so amazing through the process because I've had like if you look on my YouTube channel and like my past Instagram stuff like I've produced like quite a few music videos at this point but it was the first one this was the first one where it was like super super like legit and professional you know and Parker and Donovan were just able to pick my head like understand my ideas and like manifest it into reality so they were doing things oh my god that's so funny (laughs) Ah, They were able to do things like, you know, um, scout different locations. Parker also acted as my stand-in while they were like testing shots out and stuff. And then from there, um, you know, I'm based up in Humboldt County most of the time. And so from there, I traveled down to LA. We got together for a couple of days and then just like did the damn thing. And it was just like a whirlwind. Like it just all of a sudden, everything just happened. And then Donovan put the music video together, did the editing. sent it over to me and it was so interesting to watch like it was really interesting to watch myself cry because like if you see that video like that's not acting guys like that's like the real shit you know what i mean (laughs) So (laughs) so it was like really interesting to observe myself in that state as well yeah what
2: was it like having parker direct you
4: oh my god amazing like there was one point where we were recording and then I just like burst out crying while I was singing and like I could barely like hold myself together because like all of the feels were coming out and then she s- took me aside I I know Parker you remember this conversation and we just like you know had a moment and like of course like the heart part of it was like so beautiful but then it like career wise it was also one of those, the, those moments where like this is real like my director is taking me aside and we're having these like deep conversations so that we can channel all of this energy and all of this emotion and put like turn it into something different and beautiful and um yeah she like helped she helps me feel so strong it during the process of this music video but also just like in my personal life as well
2: that's amazing domestic violence like these issues can be so difficult to talk about and especially to expose yourself and share your art this way but you could tell that you guys had so much trust and love between you that really comes across in the video if you haven't seen the video fake face definitely go check it out watch it a couple times watch it till the end Uh Uh, it's amazing so parker uh tony mentioned a little bit you were actually like putting the newspaper up and doing things so other than directing what other things did you do to bring this this video to life
1: so I was actually behind the concept, the uh-huh. art design, the costume design, um, you know, I mean, as a director, we kind of have a hand in each department and, you know, we wanted to create something that was manageable during the pandemic. Um, you know, some of us in, you know, yeah. our li- in our lives on this end, we can't, um, you know, be out and about we have to stay indoors we have to stay at home and we need to protect our people that we're with so we wanted to create a project that was manageable um creative but also goes the extra mile um you know danielle's favorite part is she'll mention this all the time is the research she loves when I research because it's something that I do at the start of every project. It's just kind of in I mean, it's what we do as a production designer. It's as we do as a costume designer. It's how I work as a writer. Um, so I kind of took that process in. I pitched Danielle the concept of what I created because she had mentioned to me, she knew I was vulnerable and had this moment. Uh, the mirror symbolizes something uh, to me. Me. the newspaper symbolizes something to me these are all little bits and pieces of me that not a lot of people will really know right off the bat you know this scene right here where she's you know in a sense self-harming herself like that is a moment and she we wanted to metaphorically represent my darkest moment in this in this video my rock bottom and how I rose up from that um, I've been estranged from my family for almost 10 years and um, well, over 10 years at this point. And um, it's been a wild ride in my journey of healing. And she wanted to show love to my inner child, but also show love to the woman I've become. So it's a nice balance um, that I get to at least express to everyone in an artistic way that might also not be so revealing to myself at the same time. Um, So I'm just you know, my main goal and why I feel like I need to do what I need to do is to basically be the person I needed when I was younger because I didn't have that. And I wanted to um, be the person who, you know, makes you face what you need to face because it's a hard truth. Um, but also, you know, I always refer to the poem that Robert Frost wrote, of The Road Not Taken. Um, I 110% believe I took the road not taken and it was a hard road, but there's a, um, there's a term for kids who grew up like me, adverse childhood experiences. And you know, if you do your own research and if you look into it, those statistics don't look very great. They, um, you know, they clench your gut actually. And from how I grew up and I know my life, I see the other side and I wish that I could help the other side and this is a way that I can help the other side. Um, And it's the little parts that we do that make, that come a long way.
0: But I just wanted to applaud both you, uh, Danielle and Parker for that honesty and vulnerability in storytelling. It's just so, for me, so appealing when an artist and a storyteller are willing to be vulnerable and transparent like that. I think it's just so appealing and attractive and just makes art And the work we put out into the world so much richer and I think deeper and effective. And it just, again, the power of storytelling for us all, like we're not just putting out there like selfies, which I have nothing against selfies. I do a lot, Uh, but we're putting out there something with substance that also makes other people feel human and seen. And one of my favorite quotes by a woman named Yolanda Norton, Reverend Yolanda Norton, she created the Beyonce mass, which basically helps bring, uh, visibility to black women and black trans women. She said, the act of being seen is a sacred act. And as I was watching this video, just hearing both of you talk, I think it's so powerful that people could feel seen and you're making people feel known and valuable and important. And we know there's a lot of people out there who've experienced trauma and those who um, are also self-harming. And so if you're watching this or listening to this, Please go and click the link in the notes, the show notes, if you're listening or if you're watching live or on the replay in the chat. And uh, take a look at those numbers and see if there's some help that you might need. So I just want to applaud you both for collaborating. It's really inspiring to me as a Brave Maker person and as a filmmaker myself, how things happen. It just makes me so happy. You, you both should be proud. And we're getting some love from Florida Fabrizio, who's also a livid streamer, goes by um, Breezy. He says, yes, love that. He's streaming or watching live from Florida right now. So hello to Breezy. Thanks for jumping on the stream. Well, I want to uh, make sure both of you uh, get some followers today. So go follow or follow uh, uh, MSME. E R R I on Instagram. Is that your same handle on Livit, Danielle, too?
4: Um, yeah, it's missmarie.biz Miss Marie on, um, Biz on Livit, and then That's just right. Miss Marie on IG.
0: Right. On. Well, we're super happy that you could join us today. I really appreciate you popping in yeah. and surprising Parker. So great! And if anybody wants to collab with you, I know I'm sure you're open. So direct mess direct message uh, through Miss Marie on Insta. And we also wanna encourage you to consider collaborating, especially if you're in the LA area um, with Parker. Uh, I love that you were talking about what did you have at your disposal? Like, what could you do in quarantine? What could be safe for your people? You did it in your house, and I am in the same way, recognizing like, okay, I have a a car, I have a a studio. What can I do in my front yard and my backyard? Let's do something and stop waiting for someone else to you know give me permission or give me money or invite me into their project, but take it into our own hands, which is what you did. So huge, huge. Kudos to you for that. But I I hope we get to work together for some set design and wardrobe someday. Uh, But let's talk about a couple of your other projects before we let you go. And, Danielle, feel free to stay if you want, but if you need to go too, we totally understand. Uh, We're going to let Parker promote The Ghost Who Walks and then Parallel Chords. What would you like to talk about first?
1: Um, Let's uh, talk about Parallel Chords first.
0: All right. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, so Parallel Chords, it was interesting because it was a time in my life where I kind of went back to normalcy, and um, I was kind of taking a break from filmmaking, and um, Gypsy Pate, someone who is uh, an amazing creator, um, she had given me a call. We had went to Webster University together. We had always, uh, we had worked together on student film projects. We had, we 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 always could just every time we crossed paths, we would end up talking for a long period of time. Um, and to this day, that's the nature of our friendship um, because we really have become really close friends as you do on when you're, when you make so many films together. Um, and so parallel quartz was kind of the real first step in the game uh, that really launched into my filmmaking journey. I, I think, Parallel Chords was my second feature I had worked on, the first one being No Good Heroes. and uh, it was a family drama. So, of course, it was something up my alley. Um, and she needed an art director, and it was going to be a whole uh, art team. She was the product- production designer on both Parallel Courts and the Ghost Two Walks. Um, so, again, another, you know, we always work to, co- we're a good company works together, right? Um, so, I ended up coming, joining onto the team, and we ended up making magic so very much so. So, we won awards for it. Um, Catherine Dudley-Rose uh, was the writer and director. Allison Mace was the producer of Parallel Chords. And, um, you know, Allison's a, you know an amazing person. She's got a really big m- name in St. Louis. And so this was a really good opportunity for me to meet and connect with her. And she's the owner of Sauce Magazine, which is a big food magazine out in the uh, St. Louis, Missouri area. So I got to eat really well, too. and. Um, As any crew member knows, a good meal is a happy crew. So it was really cool to be able to connect with and meet all these wonderful people.
0: All right, cool. With that, let us watch the trailer. If you're listening or watching on the replay, listening on the podcast, this link will also be in the notes.
3: Slip makes a difference. Dad. Don't you dare go away from me! I
2: can't play music with you anymore. It causes too much stress. You are so selfish! <laughs>
3: Columbia Artists has decided to book the world tour with us. Like oh, We
0: have
3: nowhere to go. Could we go home? Could we actually change the music?
0: And where can people watch that?
1: So people can watch Parallel Chords on Amazon Prime. Um, and I just want to give another good shout out to Rachel Ann, the lead actress of this movie. She is someone I'm still very close with to this day. Um, she's one of, one of the people I've talked to most during this entire quarantine. She helps so cool. me, inspires me, it still moves me forward after all these times. Um, because I met her back in 2016. That's how long ago we made Parallel Chords. And it's crazy to see how far we've come just in the past few years.
0: So cool. All right. And let's watch The Ghost Who Walks. So I will play The Ghost Who Walks first, and then we can chat about it. This is a film that is available on Netflix. So stand by, and we'll watch that. You got a cell phone?
4: What do I look like? I'm a businessman. People got to get a hold of me.
3: Well, let me get your number. i In case I need to get a hold of you. Man. They no one out
2: today. He's created a real problem for me. Why did you come back here? I'm trying to get my family back. You gonna help or not? What family? You ain't got no
3: family. You have a little girl. She's beautiful. You and that girl are the only people in this world I care about. Amy doesn't know who you are. Let me tell her. If the wrong people find you with my number, they're going to know that I was helping you out. I mean, you're my friend and all, but don't think I'm going to get myself killed in your account. If I was you, kid, I'd run like you. Run then, you forget your own name and nobody can find you no more.
4: You're coward, Pops. Those always your problem. You take care of it for no one over
0: here i mean it's christmas after all right that that looks good too i'm happy like with that that makes me excited the editing and the fast pace can you hear me okay
1: yeah i can hear you great okay good <laughs> yeah right. with, with this film i i wish i was on it for more than i actually was because i had to step away due to, to a, a personal uh you know, personal problem. Um, but, you know, this was one project I really wanted to put on the map, A, because it's on Netflix. It's it's accessible to everyone to watch. Um, and, you know, it reminds me of Uncut Gems and Die Hard, which are, like, two fantastic films. And this was an independent film made, produced in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and um, it was one of the first scripts that I read. And I remember... Gypsy had sent me the script. And I was like, this is the best script I've read in all of St. Louis. And yes, I am absolutely on this project. Um, And I got to help in all the ways that I could. But um, so I did have a smaller role in this project, but it's a project that's worth being talked about, in my opinion. And Cody Stokes is an amazing director. I'm pretty, I don't know if he actually, he's an editor too. So I don't know, I don't remember if he edited the film himself, but good work all around it's definitely my favorite project i've ever worked on
0: yeah you can tell like the style of the the trailer even just gets you excited to want to watch it so yeah right on well it seems like you've got a lot of cool stuff going on parker and i love that we got to connect on on live it. i just want to encourage people to go and find if if you're wondering what live it is if you need some one more thing to do <laughs> on the computer or on your phone not like any of us do because i feel like we're on our phones 20 7 anyways but if in any way you do go find uh parker jesse chase on instagram and on live it uh jump in the fun and let's collaborate let's keep making stuff this is how we grow and build our relationships in this time even like pre-covid post-covid we are learning a lot about how we can get stuff done virtually. So don't be, don't be waiting, don't be waiting, because the projects are out there; they can be happening, and you can you can make it happen. That, that's my two cents. Christina, any final th- what words from you? Absolutely.
2: I want to ask Parker what's your best advice for all the screenwriters and filmmakers out here to
0: jump
1: in. Yeah, I mean. The way that I've always uh, been told, like the best advice that I've been given to write, is to write big and like go big or go home. Like you have, yeah. if you have your one story that you need to tell um back in journalism camp back in high school that's how far this goes um you know one big message was what hill do you want to die on what message are you willing to go to all lengths to tell tell that story and then another piece of advice is um one life motto that i live by is inhale life exhale words so you can't write what you don't know um i think it's well, you can, but it's very challenging. So you need to live your life. And as you live your life, you'll find these little bits and pieces that you want to end up telling. And you'll, you know, if you're, you're a lot like me, you'll be scribbling on random pieces of paper, recording memos when you're hanging out with your friends and they're in the middle of a conversation and you get a good idea and you need to write it down. So you remember, you know, all these different things, but, you know, you also get friends that accept, accept that part of you and, Love you for it.
0: (laughs) Well, really, really good advice. Uh, Really appreciate you jumping on. We got people from all over the country who have been saying hi, and it's great to see all the love uh, that people have shown and all the ways that we're connecting. So if you are watching and you are uh, are on the replay, make sure you go and just say hi to Parker on Instagram. Find her on Live It. We love that. As well as Christina, where can people find you?
2: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Christina Ray Jackson. You can find me on my website, christinajackson.com,
0: and maybe soon I'll live it.
2: Like you guys, go <laughs> on there and see what it's about.
0: Yeah, girl, we'll get you, get you on there. Okay. Cool. And uh, I'm Tony Gapistone and you can go to bravemaker.com and find out more about our work and what we're doing. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, would you please you know share this with other people, share this story. If you're listening on a podcast, like, and subscribe. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. So if you got five bucks, twenty-five bucks. Check us out. Give a uh, become a monthly donor to support artists. I love too. Just a shout out to Breezy who was watching from Florida. He went on our Facebook page and sent us some pods for our coffee machine. We have a, a, a wish list on Amazon, so you can support artists however you feel possible. Um, And you can also sign up for free movies and stuff. We have ways that you can get free movies, free workshops, other things that are going on. You can go to bravemaker.com slash buzz and you can sign up. And if you go to our website right now, we have about 30 more free tickets, I believe, to our October 24th virtual party where we're going to be doing um, raffles for coffee cards and amazon stuff and we're also going to be debuting our newest uh, animated short film starring loretta divine which we're really excited about so go to bravemaker.com and sign up today you'll see uh, that the times are 3 p.m pacific time 5 p.m central time 6 p.m eastern standard time it's a virtual party there's a little rsvp thing right there we would love for you to join us because we're going to have a good time and we're going into our third year we're starting we just about finished up two years of being BraveMaker, and we're going to keep going forward. The pandemic is not going to stop us. We're going to keep creating. You're going to hear about Christina's new podcast that she's launching called Wheel Queens, advocating for people with disabilities with her co-host, Christine Burke. So many things. So uh, we'll end with how we always end, and I'm going to play our commercial, even though the screenwriting class is dated for October. We have a new screenwriting class coming up in November. So you can go to bravemaker.com slash classes to find out more about that. But Christina, what do we always say when we end our podcast? What's our thing? Brave stories change the world.
2: And you are the story.
0: That's right. Get it, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to the Brave Maker podcast. Subscribe, give us a rating and share with a friend. Brave Maker is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our work is funded by generous patrons like you. Support the podcast with a tax-deductible donation at bravemaker.com. Brave stories change the world. You are the story.